My name is Eunice Miller, executive assistant to Joe Polish, founder of Genius Network. I've worked with Joe since 1995, and I'm also the lead concierge for Genius Network as well. What you're about to hear is an exclusive conversation between world-renowned marketing expert Jay Abraham, who's responsible for over $9 billion in revenue generated for his clients, and Genius Network member Ethan Willis, co-author of the number one Wall Street Journal and New York Times best-selling business book, The One Minute Entrepreneur. Additionally, under his leadership, Ethan's companies have mentored over 75,000 students in over 80 countries. So please join in on the conversation now and enjoy. This is really uh, going to be fun because the, the person I'm going to talk to is really uh, accomplished and uh, it really is an icon in his industry. Ethan Willis is uh, CEO, uh, co-founder of Prosper Inc. And they, they, they emerged to become one of the really definitive, if not the defining coaching uh, enterprise in the country. And they, they built uh, not just a very large and successful business, but a large and successful business is always on a sustaining basis the result of creating large and successful people who are your clients and your and your uh, your marketplace and they've probably transformed uh, an enormous number of people's lives and their their not just their financial but their 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 personal enrichment and, and he's a wonderful man and I, I've known him and his partner for a long time and I respect what they've done and this is a pleasure he's been a member of uh, the 25k uh, group in the, in the genius network for a while and he'll be in a great vantage point to talk about it. So, Ethan, it's a pleasure uh, getting back in touch with you. Well, thank you, Jay. Appreciate the, those kind words. And we feel the same way, just uh, spending time with you and the time we worked together was, uh, it's always it's always great to be able to create business together, but also we feel like we learned uh, a ton, our coaches and everyone, from just your interactions. And so I'm looking forward to this call. <laughs> Me too. So let's get on with it, but let's set not the, the the ground rules, but let's let's set the stage for what our purpose is. Our purpose is very uh, very benevolent and very very straightforward. There are people who don't really grasp the magnitude of what 25K and what the Genius Network is all about and how it differs and the kind of of really um, unique people and characters that populate it and the kind of interactions and dynamics that go on and and the outcomes of the businesses and the lives that are positively affected. And I want to drive through, uh, let's call it our, our, our discussionary Rorschach to get out of use some really cool insights that maybe will help uh, people who should be availing themselves avail and people who absolutely are wrong delete and go do something else like uh, watch Oprah or something, okay? <laughs> that sounds great. Okay, Sounds so great. I'm going to start by asking you just a little background. You've been a member for how long? So Randy, my partner, uh, and I have been members with 25K for, gosh, I think it was since 2007. Okay. So um, what's that? Well, I'm almost seven, seven, eight years, seven years or so, yeah. you started. 
and uh-huh. and when people listen to this, but but it's a, it's enough time to have a pretty darn uh, uh, really uh, a comprehensive assessment and perspective. So that's wonderful. So okay, when you started with it, what attracted you to it, and what did you see it being? And give me a little bit of background and yeah. Well, I think the the main reason that we decided to. Uh, work with 25K was, I think, the perspective that I got early on meeting Joe. So I met Joe at Gary Benjavanga's last copywriting conference in New York City. And that was really something. At Regis. And I remember being there with Gary Halbert and, and many of the, the great, great copywriters and, and others. And uh, as I was sitting there, I had a chance to sit at the same table with this crazy guy who kept making random comments and seemed to know everybody. And, and every time he sat down to talk with someone, he was able to pinpoint kind of what their unique ability, unique talent was. And he was able to talk about their work. And I just marveled at this guy, that he was able to not only, uh, one, recognize them, but two, be able to kind of pull out and engage in a Conversate, compelling conversation about their greatest work. I kind of introduced myself. I started to get to know Joe a little bit. And at that time, he was doing product marketing. He wasn't doing the 25K group. Um, it wasn't until years later when Randy and I got the call and said he was doing this. And I thought, you know what? If that guy could bring together in a group the type of uh, interaction, expertise um, that he brought at that small table and that group of, of very um, sophisticated marketers, then I, I would love to be a part of that group. And so really it was uh, to have access to some of the great marketing minds, but most importantly, have someone like Joe collaborate in a way that I was able to very quickly garner from them their greatest talents and abilities and kind of open them up for the group to kind of surgically dissect them in a way and ask questions about them and to understand them greater and deeper. Because as a marketer myself, I just, I'm super curious and I love to know what people are doing and how they're doing it. And I felt that was the best laboratory that, that I knew of to be able to bring those people together and put it out in a way that I could uh, experiment and learn from those those types of minds. Yeah. Now, just parenthetically, because I, I I've known you for a reasonable long time, and I've observed that you and your partner are uh, your your. Uh, fanatical learners, and you're you're um, you're you're totally totally committed to gaining all the insight and all the let's call it uh, strategic and idea advantage yeah. you can possibly get. I know you've done to Harvard and you've taken their their extended training programs and they're specialized. Yeah. So I, I know that that you're discriminating. I'm just trying to establish you're not you're not some starry-eyed person. You're pretty discriminating in your assessment of opportunities for yourself and for others is going to be very balanced and very very grounded. So that stated, he organized the first group, and are you saying you were part of the first the first wave? Uh, we were. We were the first group. I think we were the first or second group uh, that had signed up for it. Um, so we were there from the beginning. That's pretty cool. It's got to be a, a really good uh, context when you look back. So in the beginning, uh, I don't know what it was like uh, versus what it's like today, but let's let's sort of evolve it. So it started yeah. as X and it became Y. Let's talk about that. And maybe it didn't. 
Yeah, you know, I think something. That, the main thing is stay constant, and and I and this is one of the points I wanted to make as I thought about this, Jay. Um, is the the one thing that stayed constant, and that the most valuable thing about twenty five k, in my opinion, is that it's kind of like Steve Jobs was the master at innovation and packaging of products, and I would say that Joe is the master at introductions. And what I mean by that, it's, it's one thing, we've all done introductions, it's one thing to say, hey, Jerry, so-and-so, meet you know, Donald Trump or whatever and make that connection. But Joe has actually, I don't think he even realizes, but he has a formula for how he introduces people. And, and I think that process um, is what has stayed the same from, from the beginning to now, which is the ability to kind of do an introduction in, in only a way that Joe can do it. Um, so that stated, and I, I can go into more detail about what I yeah, but it sounds a bit, but, but let me, let me, not that it's not evident, but let me uh, hopefully not define, but, but interpret what I think you're saying. And if I'm wrong, then you can clarify. But I think what you're yep. saying is he has got a gifted, uh, it's, a, it's, it's a process, but it's probably innate, where he can introduce somebody in such a, a, a positive and connective way that uh, positive and amazing sparks fly because it becomes very fluid, very quick, and yes. it's rather remarkable. Is that what you're saying? Yep, that's exactly right. Okay, good. That's exactly okay, right. So that's the constant, which is great, and uh, the evolution or the variable is from what to what to what. I think the, the, the biggest evolution has been the structure of the meetings that he's had. Um, so the nucleus has been this ability to kind of create a petri dish of, of, of kind of opportunity for everyone uh, to talk and discuss and create kind of a chummy type of an experience, uh, experience so everybody wants to share, wants to be a part, wants to give. And so that's been the constant. And uh, what has changed, I think it's been the structure to the meeting. So um, the exercises that are included in there, uh, one that's been extremely helpful to me has been your genius network where you go through this process of you in the middle and saying, who are the most important people that I'm connected with in my circle? And you go and you name those people. And then he has this additional list um, and exercise that says, you know, why do you need these people? What are they, what is the benefit um, of knowing these people? And then he goes on to talk about how do you, before you ask them for anything, what can you do to serve them? And so it's this exercise that he walks you through of saying, who's my genius network? Who are the people that are going to be valuable? Why are they valuable? How do I serve them? Uh, and then how can I help them? And, and, and how can they help me kind of create and build upon your goal or vision, your, your aim that you're seeking? Very cool. I like that. And, and that differs dramatically, frankly, from the way most people, I mean, not, not, ne- not necessarily how we want to operate, but how we operate, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, it, it is. And I've noticed the greats do that, though. And that's, that's something I know with Joe. It's something I've noticed um, from you is in our meetings before we even got into the meat of it. Um, you would say, okay, what, what's something that you're, what's something that you're working through? What's something that you're dealing with? Or just do a conversation. You'll kind of uh, find out what that is and then go on for you know, 20, 30 minutes for the first part of the meeting explaining or helping 
giving context to groups or industries you work through that have solved that problem. And um, I think Joe is, is someone that teaches that, um, and it is it is contrary to what's normally done out there, which is which is very powerful. So he. It, as it evolved, and, and as more, uh, not necessarily people heard about it, but just as more of the dynamism became contagious, let's say, to the right uh, category of people, he, he, he attracted an extraordinary, uh, I guess I'll, I'll call it, a cadre of members, a very unique, mm-hmm. like-minded group of, of, of exquisite high performers, let's call it that. And I, I like yeah. funny word phrases, but you want to comment yeah. a little bit about uh, the electric yeah. collective yeah, I will. Uh, you know, my my big question in the beginning of the group was is to see how the group was going to be, how it was going to evolve beyond um, just information marketers. It's one thing to have a genius network in a specific industry, right? Which are the information marketers, and we uh, we know that that's powerful. But what Joe has continued to do year after year is layer on top of that foundation of geniuses, um, uh, people in all different industries, from Peter Diamantes to um, to Richard Branson and these other people that just continue to build and build and build and build upon that. And so from my perspective, I feel like he was able to break through just a small mastermind of, of marketers to multiple industries with multiple perspectives. And that really allows me, being a part of that group, to get a more 360 view of, okay, how does this idea affect multiple industries and multiple sets of experiences that I can now view my problems with a different lens, which is, is, is very, which is very helpful. And so uh, I think that's one of the, one of the pieces that I wasn't sure if, if it was going to make it past that. And it's uh, gone leaps and bounds beyond that with multiple industries. And so that's kind of one of the biggest changes I feel like happened. Well, and you know this because it, it speaks to, to my prejudice. I've spent my whole life traveling outside of one industry, and, and I've found that the greatest, the greatest insight you get is from, is, is from looking at all kinds of different ways people mm-hmm. do. I mean, and, and I think that he brings together, the, if not the, you know, the pinnacle, certainly it's got to be, the, you know, the one or, or two percent, and, and usually they're the defining people in, in a category, don't you think? Mm-hmm. I do. I do, because you're right. It's one thing to get perspective of the industry from beginners or those who are just involved with it. It's nothing to get the top of that industry and their perspective, which, you know, that was one of the experiences I think that that Harvard showed me was uh, there's best practices that have already been figured out in other industries, and how do you tap into those? And in the Harvard perspective, it's case studies and here's the best practices, go and digest it, which is helpful, but it's, it's a bit flat and it's a bit 
um, academic. With this, it's here's a framework for diff- best practices in different industries. And by the way, here's the top uh, kind of producer in that industry. Why don't you talk to them about it? And it's more live in real time. And um, it's extremely powerful when well, you're trying to work through issues. Yeah. It's, it's, it, I think I just did a, a, just a few hours ago another interview with, with Dean Jackson, and he said something, and I'm not going to do it justice, but I'll paraphrase. Uh, what, 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 he, what he indicated was that probably one of the most powerful elements of this is not just they tell you, you know, what they're doing, but they give you the context behind it, the psychology mm-hmm. methodology, and they also help you understand the flip side, what it's like to be on the receiving end as the recipient client, the prospect, the visitor, the, 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 you know, the opt-in or whatever you call it, and I think that's very intriguing. Yes, yes, I agree, and and you know they've been successful with it, right? There's some of these events or seminars or people you'll talk with that some some you know <laughs> most are you know they're a bunch of theoretical people that are teaching criticism yes. that's not even not even been working for a year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's like, oh, this is this is what I've been doing, and it's like, well, I know you're not doing that. Cause you're making most of your money trying to sell me stuff. Yep, but that's exactly. Go show right. me stuff that's actually working. And, um, and and you know it's not just something they're testing, but it's actually it's how they're making their money from the business. And one of the things that I was impressed with as far as, and, and quality is almost uh, too, too demeaning of a word, the spectrum of really mammoth minds that I saw congregating in, in one room. And I, and I went to, the, I went to, the, the, to the, the annual gathering, but we're talking for this purpose about the, the, the more intimate and really, uh, let's call them granular uh, situations where people get the yeah. frequency. But but the, the quality is is it's really hard to describe the diversity of really impressive mind thinkers achievers and and not just from economic standpoints but from lots of lots of um, areas of life that that transcend just making money. You want, you want to speak to that a little bit? Yeah, I do. I um, one of the members of our twenty five. K group um, is Yuri Elkman, which he is kind of a an expert in the kind of health and, and fitness area. And I know there's a lot of people that um, kind of write books and create programs around it. Um, but I had an opportunity to hear him speak, and it's it's not a topic that I would go and normally seek out. We've never really done anything in that space, and yeah, I try and stay healthy, but it's not anything that I really seek after. And I've got to tell you, his presentation blew my mind. It it changed the way I eat, the way I exercise, the way I kind of go about productivity for work in my day. So it was one thing to hear him talk about how that's done and how he, um, kind of what he's seen being successful and not. But another thing then to be able to become good friends with him, to go out to dinner after and to talk with him and converse with him and then kind of have that secondary conversation that I would have never been able to have just if it was a large event where someone's presenting on the stage. And then it goes on from there. 
if I ever have questions or I'm working through things or he has questions, he can call me and, and uh, uh, we can we can we have a friendship. And so I think that it's as you're saying, there's the kind of vast expertise, and it, it, it brings you tremendous value as an individual to be able to learn from them, learn from their businesses. But I think one of the most valuable things to me has been the rich friendships that I've developed in industries and fields I never really had perspective or access to. Um, But I can say, really, I've probably made three or four just tremendously, and I'm not talking about acquaintances, but deep, great friendships through the intimacy that came in the the 25K Club. And we both know for, you know, for an entrepreneur who tends to be uh, not a loner, but they tend to be, to spend an enormous amount of time within their own mind. That's profound, and, and I've observed the, the, you know, the, the, the depth of connection that people have with one another. It's very impressive, very impressive. Let me, let me take you to the dynamics of what might occur, and I know that it's, it's going to differ uh, meeting to meeting, person to person, you know, issue to issue, uh, whenever, you know, the time of, of business economy, all the other factors, but what, what, what would it be like to be a fly on the wall in one of the one of the 25k uh, sessions. What are they? Two days, two times, three yeah. days. Mm-hmm. Two, two yeah, days. two days. Yeah. So what's two days? Um, I would say if you're just on uh, a fly on the wall, you would almost get the feeling as if it was some sort of a reunion, <laughs> some sort of a reunion of like misfit graduates from some crazy debunked uh, school of experimentation of, uh, of of marketing and business and and uh, people that are just trying to be the you know learn and and grow um, in their own in their own industries and in their own personal lives and so you kind of come to this event is there's like a chumminess there that it's people let their hair down in a way that I think a lot of the people in that room normally wouldn't um, they're talking about yes the best practice of business but I would say a good chunk of the time is spent on what's going on with um, some of the challenges with uh, maybe their teenagers or um, you know challenging business decisions they need to make or um, how they're um, trying to start a new chapter in their life and there's just this support from a group of people that many have have experienced that or understand the uh, kind of how it is to be sometimes an eccentric type of an entrepreneur and all the goods and bads that come with it. And there's kind of a, a bonding that comes from it. So that's kind of the backdrop of the feeling of the meetings. And, and, um, and, and, and it's, it's, it's really very indescribable, I would think, because most yeah. people are used to a very protective environment where yep. they're trying to be authentic, but they're they're always on guard. And this, I mean, there's, there's a fascinating duality. I used the word in, in the other interview that I did with Dean, but this is a different interpretation duality. They're, they're 
humility level is really remarkable because you've got some pretty, uh, well, some outrageous and gargantuan high achievers, and, and, and achievers not just monetarily, although you've got you know, high, high income earners, very high, but you've yeah. got you know, people who are really defining industries, and they're very humble, and they're enormously open with and for one another, which I think is, is just remarkable. Yeah, it it really is, and and just to kind of contrast that, Jay is uh, I've been involved with a group that I actually enjoy being a part of, um, but it's very different in its nature. Um, the, o, the YPO program, Young Presidents Organization, and it's a great program. Been around a long time, and it has you know exercises and trainings and things of this sort. But there's a stuffiness and a competitiveness that's happening there where no one can seem enough. It's kind of like you're having a conversation with someone, but you're not really having a conversation with them. You're talking about your bull crap. They're talking about their bull crap, and everyone's believing each other's bull crap. And I think in a meeting like this, it's almost such a level deeper where, and I really, my hat's off to Joe has this gift of kind of creating this environment and this trust and almost like, hey, listen, we're all kind of screwed up and we're all trying to do our best and yeah, we've kind of figured out some things here and there, but all in all, you know, we're all kind of jacked up trying to figure this thing out and let's do it together. And it's just such a contrast between the meetings I'll go with on the the YPO side, which has similar exercises and similar type of successful people versus a genus network where it's everyone is almost it's, it's embracing as opposed to trying to elevate above somebody else. I, I don't know how to describe it. Other but, than but that. You did a wonderful job, wonderful job. And, and um, I think there's a very interesting uh, perspective someone was talking about that, that the hardest thing for many very strong, egoed, and very, uh, very super bright people is the ability to allow themselves to be vulnerable. Mm. Yeah. And that might be what you're yeah. talking about, that, that they're yeah. not, you know, it's it's that but vulnerability opens the way to enormous discovery. Ironically, don't you? I do, I do. And and you were at that the last twenty five k meeting in New York. I was uh, when when the speaker was talking about the value. They're talking about these these this pottery in Greece in early Greece yes. is where they would have these potteries would have uh, they make plates out of them and they would have cracks on them. And they would cover these cracks up with uh, with this paint, and then they would sell them on the market. And what happened is, as they continued to sell these uh, plates on the market, people realized that these cracks were being covered up. And so what happened is, the plates that actually showed the cracks and weren't covered up became more valuable than the plates with the cracks that looked perfect. <laughs> great metaphor. It's a great. And I, I, I really that was powerful to me because. To be able to have a conversation in that context and say, no, you, you are who you are and you're, 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 you're loved and welcomed and embraced and you're actually a genius. You're crazy, just like all of us. And because of that, you're a part of this club. Um, that in itself is the value of it, as opposed to, I think, well, like I was trying to explain before, I mean, other groups or relationships where it's, it's kind of covered up and, 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 and the, true, the true value is stumped. You no, know, that's 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 a wonderful, a wonderful uh, assessment. So, so that the the kind of um, let's say I'm, I'm going to use a, an interesting word. 
I, I think one of the greatest but very, very, very difficult things you can do in life is make others better off because you were in their life. And better off is a very, uh, very broad-based and, a, and almost mm-hmm. a, a, an abstract concept. But my observation and my uh, assessment, but you have to confirm it or expand on it, is that every time your organization, your group, your, 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 your colleagues meet, you leave better off because of that, better off in specific ways because you yes. address issues, better off in general ways. And I used a word, and I'm throwing all these out to you with with permission to you to talk about any of them or none of them. Yeah. But but, um, I talked about expanding your world view, and I thought that that Mm. was something that, whether consciously or subconsciously, was happening all the time through this group. Okay, you can answer any question or comment any way you want. Well, I I think you're saying... um, Expanding your worldview is probably a really crisp, more crisp way of partaking what I was what I was trying to say. In that, I really, yeah, you walk away from there and you have a view from um, many different perspectives that you wouldn't have otherwise. And um, I mean, that's just, and I guess especially me, where I, I have, I've been in the same business for so long. And in a specific way, I know a lot of people. It's almost like I know everything about an inch deep. <laughs> you know, sometimes I'm very narrowly have a, I have expertise so deep about coaching and lead generation and in all those pieces and how you maximize that and all those pieces. But sometimes it's like you you get so deep doing that all the time. It's so great to go out to these events and see how people are thinking about them in such broad ways. People are talking about X prizes. They're talking about agriculture and how it's going to be changed in the next 20, 30 years and big debates about, you know, is organic food really the right way to go versus not and GMOs. Very fascinating discussions. Um, um, and so, I, I, yeah, I, for me, it's, I feel like it made me a better human, maybe a better dad. I, I can talk about this thing to my kids, make me a more interesting human being. But I, I want to come to a point that I, that I think is, is important with, kind of on topic of what we're talking about, but a little bit, a little bit across here is, so this environment that we're, t- that we're talking about, that felt great for those things that I'm talking about, like a better human being and feeling a part of a group and all those types of things. But I think most importantly, what it does, it supports Joe's kind of key ability, which is, like I said earlier, the, the introduction. And, and I don't know the right way to kind of, I don't know if this is the right framework to say it in, but, but, but basically the way that Joe does it, his introductions are, he has a lot of preparation that goes into them. So it's, it's one thing to just say, oh, hey, let me introduce you to someone. It's another thing to basically he'll talk with you, get to know you, and basically through those conversations, he now knows who he should introduce you to. And then when he goes and makes his introductions to you, so I'll give you an example, Brian Tracy. Um, I didn't even know that Joe was trying to connect me with Brian Tracy, but he through talk. He knew I was working on the personal development area, and he knew that I was kind of in that space. Um, he started to talk to Brian about me. And Brian and I have known each other, but not, uh, we've had some interactions, but not that deeply. And he 
told, um, he edified me to Brian, talked to Brian about me, what I do, how I do it. And then he was talking to me about Brian and what Brian was working on, the, the, the things he was excited about doing, wasn't excited about doing. You know, I kind of had some really good insight. And then at one of the 25K meetings, Joe says, hey, um, Ethan, we have this next exercise. Why don't, you go, why don't you go talk with Brian about it? So then he set the spark. So preparation, mm-hmm. he kind of set the spark where you now have this discussion with Brian and in a very prepared way. And then um, towards the end of the discussion, Joe then comes over and he says, oh, hey, so how'd the discussion go? Good. We talked a little bit about it. And then he says, hey, I think you guys should do this and this together. So prepares it, makes the introduction, and then kind of ties it up. And then so we have a great discussion. Brian gives me this information. Hey, you can call me. I really want to talk to you about this or that. And then as we're leaving, um, he's like, hey, um, Brian, you need a ride to the hotel? He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I do. He's like, Ethan, um, why aren't you going to find a ride to the hotel? I'm like, oh, I'm going that way. And uh, so then he makes that introduction, and then we end up, I can take him right to his hotel, have a great conversation. I've been out to his office a number of times. We've had a number of conversations. I just, regardless of what we'll do anything for together or not, we developed a, a friendship through the he's process. A, he's a remarkable man, really impressive man. Uh, just amazing. And so, but, but what I was, what I did is I kind of stepped back and I said, that, that process in and of itself is, that's his genius. And I don't know if he even has a framework or process to it, but just that kind of preparation, introduction, kind of invitation to do something, follow up with it. Only Joe in that specific environment could make something like that happen. And so I know it's kind of loosely put out there, but I hope that there's some nuggets there that who's ever using this or listening to this can say, wow, it's, it's, it's the very genius of the introduction, how it's done, that, that Joe somehow is able to do that, and then everything is built supports his ability to do that. It's it's uh, that, yeah that that's a, that's a very unique gift and and uh, harnessed correctly the power it can unleash for and through others is is, is quite profound. Um, so I mean I I, I want so um, badly is not the word but but uh, importantly to to uh, showcase the unique elements or attributes of this and also to demonstrate. You know what it can do, who it's for, who it's absolutely uh, inappropriate for, and and uh, and and I would love to give you the latitude to just make whatever kind of comments because I can ask you a myriad of questions, but but yeah. you, you probably I mean you can run with the the macro question probably better than I can I can try to guide you. So go and just talk on that yeah. or any part of that. Yeah, well, I'll tell you who it's for. Well, let me tell you who it's not for. So it's not for the lifestyle entrepreneur. It's not for the guy who wants group therapy, guy or gal to come hang around and kind of uh, just talk about um, what they're doing over the weekend and, you know, where the best places to stay. And um, they're just going to be happy with for the, the, the income they have coming in and they're just going to try and put it on idle for a while but they want a group of friends. Yeah, you'd get that, but that's not, I think the group would reject someone like that because they're not someone who is tenaciously going after whatever that goal or vision and their achievement-driven um, innovators and entrepreneurs. And um, so I think that's that's who it's not for. I don't think it's for um, 
someone who is looking to just make one connection and and all they want the group for is a connection. If, if that's what it is, that, that they're not going to be well-suited for the group because they won't get involved with the exercises, they won't get involved with the group. And some people kind of will come in and maybe they'll be a part of one or two groups with Joe and they'll get all the contacts and connections they can and then they're gone. And uh, I think that's that's not right for uh, them and I don't think it's right for the group. I think the group is people that are committed long-term. It's not a one-time thing. It's more of a journey that they're looking for a group of people to work together with. And um, I would say the type of people I would like in that room are uh, are those people that uh, have a burning goal and desire to accomplish something. They're willing to be vulnerable, um, and they're willing to give as much as they're willing to take. And... Um, hopefully give more than they're willing to take. And uh, I would say you know, there's lots of different industries, I think, that, that people can be successful in this group with. But I know in my world, those that are selling information products, those that are trying to do lead generation, those that are trying to um, find new ways to bring their product to market, those that want to be uh, forward-thinking people, those that want to hear about the newest marketing ideas and strategies, those that want to be involved with um, the newest technologies or how people are even raising funds and, and using you know, uh, group fundraising, such as uh, Kickstarter and, and Indiegogo and some of those groups, um, and technologies. I think it's kind of just a forward-thinking, leaning, um, kind of insatiable, uh, ambitious people. I think that that's who is going to be served well there. Um, those that just kind of want to sit back and be a part of a group and hopefully get a couple tidbits here or there. Um, <laughs> It's not really going to work that, that, out. That's a great. That's a great. Um, that's a great dual uh, perspective. I, I made a comment that I think the the, the, the optimal member is going to be a, a, a really, a really uh, uh, just an exceptional achiever with with uh, a lot of dimension to them and a lot more facets than just uh, just obsession with money making. They're going to want. They're going to want really make a, a profound impact, uh, and, and they're going to understand the concept of value creation on the world, but also they're going to be a great, do, they're going to be a teacher and a student, and they're going to be a beneficiary as well as a benefactor, or I should say a benefactor as well as a beneficiary, and I think that that's a very unique um, integration of, of, of uh, personality traits. Yep. And it's also one that gets themselves in, like you said, sometimes they can be loners, sometimes they can be and get themselves in some tough spots. And there's not a lot of places you can go that people understand that. And they're willing to be sympathetic with it. And, and it goes back to the point of being being understood and, and having a group that kind of wants to wrap their arms around you, which I think is, is what that group does. And, and I think was it, uh, and, and, and he was a dear friend, and I truly admired his mind, Stephen uh, R. Covey. Uh, uh, yes. The, the, the Seven Habits, he said, first, understand before you try to be understood. And, and most people... Yeah. Uh, you know, most of these groups, they just want to be understood. This, everyone's trying to understand, and they're trying to contribute. And they're also, I think, trying to share really, really 
powerful and profound understandings about all kinds of, of segments, elements of business life that most of the others don't know. And so the, the, the layering effect is, is it's probably, it really is a geometric a dynamic. It's very, very cool. Yeah, so is there anything, because I, I don't want to take uh, more of your time than I should, and I think you've been yeah. very, very gracious, and I, I'm sure Joe will be very appreciative, And but I think that probably more appreciative will be the right person listening to this as opposed to anybody else, because it will help him or her, you know, clarify and, and uh, really... Uh, and, and really get uh, sort of galvanized in whether this is speaking to them and, and felt needs or, 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 or not. But is there any sort of last comment? Because I always say to somebody, I don't know uh, everything in your mind, and I don't know your exact perspective, and I tried to ask decent questions, but if there's a question I should have asked because you would have nailed it if I gave you the opportunity, what would it be and what would your answer be? Well, I think you've asked great questions, and 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 we've had some really good discussions about the the, the Genius Network inside of some of the our twenty five club meetings, and they've been it's very very interesting to hear everyone's perspective. I think uh, some, and I don't know if there's a common thread between all of the discussions you the interviews have had, uh, Jay, or not. Um, do you think there's been a common theme between yeah, all the interviews you've had? I'll tell you there is, but I hope uh, that Joe will share not just the audios but the transcriptions because I think sometimes reading the word phrases, I mean, I, I get a bigger a bigger insight by looking at the words because sometimes you can hear it and it just sort of it just floats over you. But when you read it, you're forced to really reflect on it in a different way. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, I think that that everyone has. Uh, they have said in differing, in 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 differing language and from differing vantage points, uh, three things. They've talked very, very repetitively about the fact that everybody is contributing first. They've talked uh, uh, extremely powerfully about the diversity that comes and the differing, the differing issues that they would never consciously even think to want to understand. They've talked all about the fact that these people go out of their way to not just say, here's what's really working or here's what I'm doing, but here's why I'm doing, here's the psychology and giving them an understanding that helps it totally either directly or adaptively apply to their life. And they've talked about raising the bar for themselves in in, in a, a spectrum of uh, categories, not just business, although business performance, and that they, they, they realize how much more is possible from anything, time, effort, opportunity, market, uh, you know, but just your own brain. And then finally, they've talked about the extraordinary richness of the relationships and that they were uh, almost indescribably um, uh, just just wonderful, but in many different ways. But I think it's all the same, but it's, yeah. but it's wonderful to hear how many different ways people can say it. Sort of yeah. like it's a small. Do you ever go to Disneyland or Disney World where they have it's a small world? Any, any yeah. Hour? And they're saying they're saying it all in you know forty seven different languages, and it's quite, quite <laughs> profound if you step back and think about it. They're all saying the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I would just add this to, in closing, Jay. Is I think for me, you know, uh, when when you're out there. 
uh, and you're trying to fight the world the best you can and keep your employees on track and, and continue to collaborate with partners and to grow and build your business um, in good economic times and bad economic times, it is a battle. And it's, an, it's enjoyable. I personally love doing it, but it is a battle. And I feel like what I get when I go to Joe's, it's almost like... I, I, I get a big, huge breath of relief. I get to stop, and I get to think. I get to be with all these people that are going to go out and fight that same battle uh, here when we when we end this room. And so it's almost like I get, you know, three big boosts during the year. When I go to my 25K meetings, I get a big boost. And I go back to my next one, get a big boost, and I have the annual one, another really big boost. And so I, I noticed that my productivity, you know, the months following these events is off the charts. I, is off the, I just come away so inspired saying, okay, all these ideas I've had and through these meetings, I want to go and implement it. I want to take action on them. And I just go for it after that. Then I kind of hit it and then uh, I start losing a little bit of momentum. Then I hit the next one. And so it's kind of like these little boosters that I leave not only refreshed, but... Um, enlivened by the sense of I can I can do this again I'm inspired to do this again and the confidence and the refreshment that comes through me I just get that boost that I'm going to go and tackle it one more time and that in itself is extremely valuable that's a, that's a perfect ending to a very very powerful but heartfelt and and uh, very sincere uh, discussion about something that I know that you're very passionate about thank you so much for uh, doing it thanks for Joe and thanks again I think the real uh, beneficiary this is going to be the person who either wants wants to be uh, part of it or knows I don't want to be any part of it either way you polarize which is wonderful thank you very wow. much and it's uh, you're, you're a very impressive person I've enjoyed watching your career grow and and um, and really keep uh, catapulting. It's very impressive. And say hello to well, Randy. Thank you. Thank you, Jay. We think the world of you, and I really appreciate uh, the time. Are you going to be out there in Newport? I am affirmative. Okay. All right. Well, I look forward to spending some time with you, catching you up on what we've been up to. Okay. Thank you very okay. much. Okay. Thanks, Jay. Talk to you soon. Again, it's Eunice Miller, and I want to sincerely thank you for listening to this interview, and I hope you found it very valuable. If what you just heard totally resonates with you and you feel you are a right fit for Genius Network, then I invite you to please visit www.geniusnetworkevents.com and fill out the online application. We'll review your application and make sure it's a right fit for you and for us and you'll receive a personal follow-up call from myself or one of Joe's awesome support team members. That link one more time is www.geniusnetworkevents.com. Thanks for listening and make it a great day.